liquor and things that go boo, then buckle up, listener, cause this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Actually, though, this is April Fool's. This is, uh, I don't know if we're gonna what we're going to call it yet, but this is Haley, and I'm your GM. Woo! <laughs> you did it. Oh, thanks, yeah. So, I'm going to ask everyone, what are they drinking? Starting with Tim, who is a player. Ooh, yes. First time on the main line for April Fool's, because I'm a joke. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for asking. I'm drinking a bean flicker. <laughs> yeah. He's already flicking the bean on this air. Is, uh, this is an odd slide bean flicker coffee blonde ale. Um, it could be interesting. I'm going to try I, it right I, now. I've drank a few of those. They're pretty good. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they're good. Cheers. Okay. How is it? Sorry, I didn't know I was a... Oh, oh, that's nice. It's uh, <laughs> nice and warm in the mouth. Warm in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got the beans covering all over my throat. It's going down nice and yeah, it's good. It's good. Thanks. All right. Yeah. Uh, that That is not something I'm willing to do a transition on like that. No, come Holy on. Shit. I, was just about to, I was just about to give you notes and be like, come <laughs> on, warm in the mouth. Speaking of warm in the mouth, Steve. Yeah. Go ahead, Steve. I'm Thanks, not going to say that. Well, uh, since we're doing something a little different today, I'm I'm glad to be the likely only HLP player who has made the transition to this uh, the the most necessary spinoff of all time. And to celebrate, I am drinking a beer that I've been hoarding for a little bit. This is from Imperial Oak Brewing. It's a sugar shack. It's brewed with Vermont maple syrup. It is a maple brown ale. And I'm going to give it a try right now. Oh, she foamy. That's your cue. <laughs> <sighs> That's, that's a good one. That's a great beer. I really like what, that. What kind of transition of is speaking of foamy? Well, speaking of she foamy, if I had you and Emily to pick from, I could, you know. Yeah. Anyways, it was good. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. All right. Speaking of great. <laughs> <laughs> you guys suck at this. I'm, I, I am not doing disgusting, nasty ass <laughs> transitions. This is my goddamn podcast right speaking now. Of disgusting and nasty ass. Hey, Chris. What are you <laughs> oh, I got a question. <laughs> Oh, hey, folks, it's it's Griff. Uh, I'm not your GM today, uh, so, you know, maybe we'll never release this. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking a St. Patrick's Day Vive. It's not different than their regular Vives. It's just a mango Vive, but uh, it's in a nice green container. Delicious. Mm. <laughs> and uh, Chris, what are you drinking? Well, I am finishing up some Larceny bourbon whiskey and then switching over to some uh, milkshake IPA. Really like the Larceny. It's uh, a taste that's really above the bullshit of all the others. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Chris would like me to use that as a transition. Um, I am drinking a vodka and Crystal Light uh, because I need hard liquor to deal with all of this. So, this is our uh, bit of an April Fool's here. Um Y'all are going to get into this and you're going to see the characters and um, it does tie into the actual podcast. It's a bit of a 
really unnecessary backstory for a small side character or two. Uh, you say small. <laughs> I say more important than most characters on the show, especially Ikmer. Welcome to the Saw spinoff, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> He's an NPC. <laughs> so so this is kind of an idea that was uh, dreamed up in a car ride at one point um, to, to do uh, Pablos and Pals. So... <laughs> I don't know what the actual episode would be called, but... Uh, the Farast and the Furious. The Farast and the Furious, all Fuck. right. But this is Pavlos and Pals. So Griffin will be playing Pavlos. Mm. <laughs> Super unnecessary backstory about that. Um, so I want to get started, and to get started, I just want to say this this is going to take place about 15 years before um, the podcast has happened, and it takes place about three years after... Um, the, the war without rivals that happened in Ustalov. So that's kind of the setting and backdrop, and this does all occur in Ustalov. Uh, and we'll just go ahead and get started then. All right, so it starts off, we are in Pavlos's study. He's just collected the mail of the day. He's in grave charge, sitting down with a nice glass of whiskey, because I know that's what he drinks in the morning, opening and going through all of his mail. And Griffin, what what do we actually see of Pablo's 15 years younger? So you see a young so a young Pablo's really he hasn't quite developed into his full Alan Rickman look, which is who he's cast as. So he's like a he's kind of a younger Alan Rickman, like a Hans Gruber. I think he's in his 20s right now. His hair is actually grown out um, and he ties it back in a ponytail. He, as I described him in the show, is a shorter fellow. He's only five foot six. Uh, and he's, he sits there and you can see he's relatively stocky. He looks like he might be more physically fit than your average cleric. Like he's seen some combat. He sits at his desk and I think Pavlos uses glasses to uh to read and so he puts even at a young age he puts on his readers and uh sips swirls his whiskey once twice in the spiral and then um nice. begins to read his letters and a few of are of not much consequence but then he um he comes upon a letter with the seal of house Graydon on it and uh, that, for, for those of you listeners that don't know the history of Ustalov, that's one of the noble houses in Ustalov. Uh, some of the country has um, overthrown their nobles like they did in, um, well, in Lepidstadt, in Varno. Um, but other parts of the country actually have these rulers still in place. Seeing this, Pavlos uh, immediately kind of tears into it. He um, he pulls out the letter. Hmm. Dear Pavlos, I'm writing to you as a plea for help. As you know, I've been pushed out of my city since the war ended, but I still feel responsible for the citizens, and that will never stop despite the distance. I've heard rumors of some nasty undead that have crawled from the furrows and are taking over my city. 
Phrasma would not stand for this, and I request that you immediately go and eradicate the infestation. I've been told it's nearly impossible to get into the city right now, as the citizens have been pushing the undead out of town and putting up the gate. Yet still, every day, more appear inside the town's gate. I'll pay you and your comrades. I just want my citizens safely returned. Let me know your price, and please don't delay. Sincerest wishes, and thank you dearly, Silas Gradon. And he, um, he looks at the letter for a minute and furrows his brow and thinks to himself, hmm. I'm going to need to put a team together. I can't go at this alone. If there's an infestation, well, I'm going to need help. But I think I know where to start. I have a wedding to help perform today. And my dear friend, Dominique Corleone, well, I think he could help me out of this one. And so Pavlos gets up and he um, he kind of taps the the glass of whiskey on his desk and then pounds it and heads out the door. Um, you see him as as he leaves, put on his like he has kind of his more finery phrasma garb hanging up um, as you enter his office and so he dons that uh, over his breastplate and heads out of grave charge to a wedding to a wedding what a beautiful wedding (laughs) (laughs) all right so uh pavlos is heading off to this wedding to go get his other recruit uh which would be tim's character that's right so how is this wedding what is this wedding well, the wedding's getting uh, getting started. It wouldn't it wouldn't start truly without its priest uh, to to conduct the wedding. But um, what we have is a, a typical Ustalavan wedding. There's a lot of family there around. Um, a lot of people. I'm sure that uh, you know Dominique's daughter, who's getting married, um, would would have all these relatives that that, that she doesn't even know. Um, a lot of them are also, I would say, you know, family business type of colleagues. And uh, what you see sitting at one of the tables resting is a, uh, a man in his upper 50s, cast by Marlon Brando. And um, he's got wispy sort of black and gray hair. And he's also dressed appropriately, a, a sort of a, a, a Ferrazman pin to his label with uh, with a nice uh, sort of um, cloak that covers his his I don't know medium-sized stature I suppose and uh, he sees Pavlos coming uh, coming all dressed up as his priestly self uh, in the corner of his eye and he stands up and uh, is saying Pavlos so good to you to come for my daughter's wedding. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I can't. <laughs> it's been three years and uh, 
I would have no other man marry my daughter like this. You know, I I wouldn't miss it for the world, Dom. It's great to see you again. Of course. Here, sit down. Let my boys get you a drink. Mm. I'll have another whiskey. Of course, of course. Snaps his fingers. And I'm assuming, yeah, someone would definitely be bringing you whiskey because it sounds like you are some sort of mob boss. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I have connections. Yeah, so someone would probably immediately bring uh, whatever you're looking for. Give my old friend here a whiskey. Nothing but the best. Uh, and you would see they'd kind of scurry off and then come back and uh, very carefully with like two hands on the glass hand the glass to Pavlos. And Pavlos again spirals twice before drinking and he turns to his old friend I have uh, well grave news coming from the edge of the furrows remember when we were there of course how could I forget Grave news. Spit it out. What I'm hearing, and it, it comes from Silas Graydon himself, is that there's a plague started. And what town is... Stormadai is the town. It's right on the edge of the furrows. In... Sternadai? Yes, Sternadai. In... Sternadai, there's a an outbreak of the undead. Uh, apparently, they're holding themselves in. It seems like a siege-type situation. And I thought of no one else when when I thought about you know bringing back up because of course I'm not going to be able to deal with this myself <laughs> it was a merely a field medic in the uh, in the war without rival but I thought of you my old friend I, I need help and I could use your um, well <laughs> your siege weaponry in order to help retake Sternadai and and push back the undead Pablo Steve I've always thought of you as family, you know. You saved my life multiple times. Back in the furrows, to think that I could think of such a day. You need my ballista. You son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> and Pablo, Pablo and Dominic do the, like, not the handshake, but like the, like they both grasp each other right, right <laughs> below the elbow. And then, um, and then we flash from um, Dom and Pavlos creating the the first uh, group grouping in this party <laughs> um, to them walking back to uh, Grave Charge, and Pavlos is kind of talking to. Uh, we're going to call you the Dom in this party. Yeah, um, Dom. I I think I have somebody that could. Well, you and me. We kind of need a little bit of cover in order to be effective in combat. Need somebody to get up in the front lines, make a mess. Right. Uh, we got there's a there's a new monk come to grave charge, looking to learn a little bit about balance. <laughs> <laughs> Not a follower of Phrasma as far as I know, or at least if he is, 
He's not following very well, if you understand. And he, like, points to his head. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But he goes by the name Mr. Serpent. Mr. Serpent. Intriguing. Do you know where he is? He'll be a grave charge. I think he's studying there uh, in, well, somewhat meager quarters, but... um, so we would, I think, make our way back to Grave Charge and um, knock yeah. on the... So kn- you guys would actually see Mr. Serpent, a serpent uh, studying, right? Because he is struggling to learn the balance, as um, you've stated. And you would know, because you're probably helping to teach some of this. Uh, and he would probably be in one of the small study rooms. I don't know if he's... I don't know what he'd be doing there, if he's actually studying or, or if not. But, Steve. Yeah, absolutely. So... If you guys were to enter into the study, um, you'd see books kind of strewn about, open pages of flutter, and um, you've got you, what you see in front of you is a snake-like humanoid um, who's got gray scales, but his eyes don't have lids; they're just kind of like there. Um, <laughs> Gross. Uh, for for you folks at home who care about this kind of stuff, his race is a, a Nagaji, and he wears no armor, but he's extremely fit. Basically, he's dressed like a like a Jedi in the prequels of Star Wars. Like he's got that like kind of like very basic tunic, um, and he's got these hand wraps on, and he's just laying into a like like a like a punching like a like a, a like a homemade punching bag, essentially, um, like a, like an old cloth sack that he's filled with. I don't know, like I don't know, some fucking bullshit. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Stuffing. But, yeah, sure. Uh, but so I've actually cast this character as the lead singer for one of my favorite bands in the world, Enter Shikari. It's a man by the name of Rao Reynolds. Um, I know he's not the ethnicity that I'm going to like use as a voice, um, but he Great. just has like oh, he's just oh. got like a, a a a cool like fun quirk to him that I think fits really well. So um, so right now. You guys open you guys open the door books strewn everywhere he's laying into this homemade punching bag and his fists just move blindingly fast he's just laying into this thing and um, every like few strokes you see like him even speed up faster and then slow back down um, as he gets extra hits in within like a very short bursts all right so you see a uh, you see Mr. Serpent, Serpent not exactly studying in the study. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to be reading Our Lady's books, Mr. Serpent. Probably is. I've tried to read the books here, but uh, I'm still very confused. I'm trying to understand the life and death thing. However, uh, it's just not coming together for me. You see, I, I-, I need inner balance. This is This is a different sort of balance, you understand? I know all of these things take time, Mr. Serpent. You'll learn that balance between life and death, balance in the cosmos, is the most fulfilling inner balance. I understand. I'm trying very hard, you understand. Uh, I I do, but... um, I'm making very little progress. I'm aware, and that's why I don't feel so bad taking you away from your studies for a bit. You see, I have a... I have a task that me and my friend Dom here uh, need your help with. It's nice to meet you. 
I'm Mr. Serpent. Mr. Serpent. Mr. Serpent. That's an interesting name. How did you get it? Oh, that's a good question. And one I don't have the answer to. Um, I don't know if it's a first name or a last name. It's just a name that I was given. It's quite racist if if you, if you, you look yeah, at me. Yeah, because you are like half snake, right? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very snaky man. Yes, uh, we all thought it was weird when you when you came to Grave Charge and, and announced yourself. But, but I was given the name. It's not my not my choice. I understand. It's not my choice. I'll tell you one thing, Mister Serpent. Sometimes you need to take the respect around here. You're gonna be with us. You're gonna be in charge. And by that I mean I'm in charge. I, I mean the front lines. Oh. That's different. Charging. I think he means you're going you're to charging. charge. You're going to oh. have to charge. Are you up for the challenge? It's all very confusing. <laughs> Listen, we're uh, we're going to Sturinod. Will this bring me any closer to being able to journey into the eye of Ebendago? It will teach you how to deal with uh, killing the undead. It's a little far away. <laughs> see, I'll say, maybe this unholy balance on life will help bridge the gap between life and death for me in my head so I can understand that balance in myself so I can bring that balance back to the sword and lands. Marvelous, you're a genius. We can only hope. We can only hope that all of that happens, Mr. Serpent. I'm glad it makes sense for you. It all makes quite a bit of sense, Mr. Dom. That's what's important. Yeah, that's, uh, we... Again, we really need you to cover uh, Dom and his siege engines. But, yeah, I mean, you'll learn engines. a ton. You'll learn a lot. I've got All a lot right. to learn about siege engines. Fucking turns around, lays one more into the bag, turns to Pablos. You son of a bitch. Oh, man. <laughs> and this time they do they do the, like, swoop in handshake. And uh, and Pablos, like, feels the, the... This handshake hurts a lot more than the one from the Dom because we got a... We got a monk in our presence. Big boy. All right. So, so Unchained uh, monk. So far we've got a monk, so, you know, uh, punchy, hitty. Uh, we have our cleric, mm-hmm. and we have... A wizard. A wizard yes. siege. I did take the siege mage archetype. All right. Um, <laughs> we're going to learn a lot about it. <laughs> what are we missing? <laughs> Does Pablos yeah. need anything else? So Pablos thinks to himself as he's uh, forming his ideal crew. And he kind of takes Mr. Serpent and the Dom aside. Hello. We've got uh, ways of dealing with the undead by force. That's... Uh, I'm I'm a Phrasman cleric. I, I know how to deal with undead, but... I'll bring it, the Serpent Girl, too. She'll help. Uh... Okay. <laughs> I need someone else that can help me load my ballista. Well, that's just what I was thinking. Usually, uh, siege weaponry requires a team, but I know somebody that it can actually influence the undead uh, beyond how I can. Normally, I just destroy them with Phrasmus holy energy, but... Um, man by the name of Romir, he can actually control them for good, for, um, you know, stem the tide and and make them fight themselves. I also think, you know, he'd 
probably be fine at working a ballista. Uh, I have no idea there, but he's usually at the local tavern. Any 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 man that's taller than four foot should be good enough for me. Mm, yeah, see, that's the thing. Um, he's a gnome, but uh, oh. we'll get him. We'll get him stilts or something. He should be fine. As long as he has about ten or higher strength, that should be good enough for me. <laughs> I'm very confused. These very specific mechanicals you're talking about. We're gonna, nice. we're just so gonna we have to find to out. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna head to the tavern to find out. And uh, we head to the tavern, and Pavlos immediately gets some whiskey, swirls it twice, and drinks <laughs> it. And he scans the bar uh, for Romir, one of his associates. Yeah, so in the probably the back of the tavern, he sees a very fat, stout gnome sitting on a bench, and he's got a drink on the table, but he also has a couple mirrors positioned around so that wherever mirrors. anyone is, yep, he just carries them with him. He can always kind of see, you know, anyone in the bar. When you look at him, so he's, yeah, very fat, he's got some light armor on or whatever, but... The first thing you notice is his eyes. He's got like a shock of gray, silver hair, but his eyes are silver too. And you just feel them cut through you. You know, like he sees a lot more of you than you want him to see. That's what you see. All right. Yeah. So uh, I would assume this is in like the corner booth. Uh, So after some looking, Pablos would spot the guy with the mirrors. Mm, (laughs) Romeo, always a fan of mirrors. And uh, he'd, he'd kind of just, you know, motion for the rest of the group to come with him as he uh, joins Romir in the back booth. Mm, Pavlos, let me get a good look at you. Mm. <laughs> I always hate when you do that, Romir, please. <laughs> oh, I've seen you in years. Oh, it's, uh, it has been a while. Um, yeah, usually I see you drinking here and I just... I. I don't necessarily want to join you. You seem pretty preoccupied with your mirrors. Oh, don't worry about that. I'm just, like, looking at things. That's about it. And then he, like, looks at, like, you can feel his stare, like, cutting through you. He's like, so what you doing? What you looking for here? What's going on? Uh, I'm actually interested in someone with your particular set of skills, Romare. You see, my friend Dom and uh, Mr. Serpent over here, well, we're heading to Sternod. And we're. Sternodai. Sternodai. It's a weirdly spelled town. <laughs> by the order of Silas Gradon. <laughs> Apparently, that town's been overrun by the undead. And I know you have a particular set of skills that allow you to. Well. Pierce the veil of their normally shrouded mind. Oh, yes, I do. It's You see, it's uh, a lot of people, they think that uh, undead don't have any minds, and that's true, but you gotta look at the spirit that used to be, and that's how you gotta get to them. So, if you need someone working with your undead and whatnot, I suppose I could help you. I think you and I will easily churn and burn them. You bring them to me, I'll fucking blast them with a channel of Phrasmus Holy Light. Mm, sounds good. Looks like you got yourself quite a team here, so... uh I only assemble the best. Yeah, Pavlos, you son of a bitch. I guess I'm in. Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> so we all leave <laughs> leave the tavern walking side by side. Well, well Romeo tries to come in and forearm handshake you, but his arm is so short that, like, you grab him there, but he can only reach up to, like, 
a little bit past your wrist. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those, like, Pablo's hand, like, just mitts your little arm. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. You're... This is much cooler with everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> so, we have a, a cleric, a, a monk, and yep. a siege mage. Yeah. And a what? Chris. A gnome mesmerist, a spirit walker mesmerist. Gotcha. All right. What a very unique party so far. Phrasma only asked for the best. (laughs) And we delivered. Phrasma's best. Yeah. Phrasma's boys. (laughs) What a unique party. And so walking down the street, you guys are quite the scene. I would assume that you guys would go back to Grave Charge and kind of make your plans and make sure everyone is ready and set to go. Yeah, I figured we got to head to the stables to get um, Dom's horse to right. carry the siege weaponry. I need to I need to buy a combat trained heavy horse. Got anything around here like that? Let's go to the shops. God no. <laughs> I had assumed that you would already have this. I already have this horse. <laughs> By you, the way, everyone. A siege mage. I have a horse. <laughs> <laughs> the, the horse shakes Papa's hand. You son of a bitch, man. <laughs> so, sometimes the horse talks. <laughs> It's okay. It's also got hands and fingers. That's so weird. Only sometimes. Oh, okay. Just don't worry about it. Romir, Romir, my friend, do you know how to carry one of these? I toss you a ballista bolt, which is like uh, four foot long and ten pounds. Oh, let me get a good look at it. Uh, I suppose so. Uh, I can, if you've got some sort of apparatus, I suppose I could help you with it. I would be much appreciated, Do you have my 10 boy. strength? <laughs> I do not have a 10, whatever that criteria you're looking for. I'm not the strongest person. <laughs> I didn't ask Pablo, so I just asked as me. <laughs> yeah, I got nine strength. That's close enough. <laughs> you might struggle a little bit, not mechanically, but... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the chirp is a mechanical. You're required to have 10 strength. I, I just knew he had less than 10 strength. So I was gotcha. So he does not time. fit any of the needs that you actually asked for. He <laughs> zero of that. No. Fantastic. I'm a little weaker on account of my gout. That's okay. Oh, That's a character choice. <laughs> you also have a five foot move speed. <laughs> nope, just mechanical gout. Mechanical, well, that's what I thought. Mechanical gout would make you slower. Mm, I got I got means to get around it. You got flavor gout. Flavor is that oh, what you're trying mm, to say? Yeah, I flavor gout. gout. I guess it's flavor, flavor gout. gout. It's All definitely right. flavor gout. So you guys are getting ready, getting your war horse around. You guys would also need um, probably some regular horses because you are going to need to make a journey from Lapidstadt all the way to Cernodai, and you would likely ride through the skirts of the furrows. We wouldn't want you to go straight through there because it is horrible. Do any of you guys know this is outside of character? know about the furrows much. I do. Of course you do. Nothing about the furrows. I read into it a little bit just just, just before. Just briefly, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting, for sure. So, uh, this is this is common knowledge, like, every character would know about this, because this was a huge war. Um, so there was a, the, the war uh, without rivals was a, like, civil war in uh, Ustalov, and at the very end of it, there was utter desolation. That was kind of the last step. So in the furrows, um, they basically set fire to everything and anything in that area. Um, so there's a large section of Uslav that is called the furrows, and it is totally uh, desolated. It, it is destroyed without reason, and also it is... Um, 
uninhabited by by all but basically undead. Sternadai is a smaller city that is uh, very close to the furrows. Therefore, it's not unreasonable to think that, hey, something from the furrows has gotten in to the city and is causing a ruckus. Um, this Sternadai city is its a fairly small city, but it is run by the nobility, the House of Graydon. And the House of Graydon has actually been kicked out of the city as per that um, letter. So they don't really have a ruler right now. And that's kind of what they're dealing with. So as you're on your way, because I don't, unless you guys need to stay in the city for any other length of time, I would say you'd get on your horses and kind of go. I hope that we completed the my daughter's wedding. That's, we did. We did. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah, this would be a couple I, days. I came, I came to you after performing your daughter's wedding. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I think I think it was like early afternoon, like after we had we finished up Very the ceremony. Very important to me. Thank you. Yeah, your daughter would be on her honeymoon and you would be um, traveling off to kill on dead. Honeymoon in the furrows. Sounds a vacation. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, like, I think this area is, is an uh, interesting analog to, like, the Western Front in World War One. Mm-hmm. Like, the trenches, like, everybody yeah. making inches, inches by inches progress over, you know. Well, that's, that's our backstory, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, our characters would know, specifically Pablos and Dom would know about the, the war without rival because we fought in it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Respect memories. Yeah, I would I would guess so. And then in addition, can if someone roll me a knowledge local? Anyone have knowledge local? Nope. Sure do. <laughs> sure don't. I wouldn't think the monk would have. Nope. No, I mean, <laughs> nobody but our wizard has it. Alright, wizard, what is our your knowledge local? Mitsumbe has all the skill points I need for all three of my characters on this <laughs> network. <laughs> I, only got a, I only got a sixteen, unfortunately. A 16 is actually enough to know um, that Sturday is close enough that um, it is, when the wind blows just right, it is still getting the full force of all of this desolation, ash, and dust. And basically, you know, nasty bits that'll fly into the wind and land all over this city and its uh, crops on the outward areas of the city. It's actually enough to that you know this is is not just uh caused you know obvious mood mood issues within the city like people are generally unhappy but it's also caused some issues with the crops themselves and has caused it to be quite a scary time for most of the um inhabitants of the city they're worried about their crops because any at any time if the wind blows just right it could damage their crops and to also have an undead breakout this could be the end of the city. Oh, wow. Okay. The gravity sets in as we approach the city then, and the Dom would say, all right, boys, you know that this is a matter of life and death for these people in the city. Oh, on death. Just, I just hope saying. it doesn't come to that. I know. I'm just saying. I'll wipe out any fucking undead in this town. If it's too late... I say we have to bring the whole city down. I think so, too. That's why we have some siege engines. Right. I've got a lot of questions about that. I'll hold them for later. <laughs> All right. So as you guys are 
walking up. Steve, what are you drinking? Uh, wow, Griffin too. I switched on over to the hams because I finished my uh, bigger beer. Now I'm just I'm just gonna I'm, I've got like thirty of them downstairs. I'm just gonna start like rolling through these. Pounding hams. Yep. I'm drinking a real sensual grapefruit vibe. All right, so we've opened some drinks, uh, but as you guys you guys have uh, gotten through kind of the outskirts of the furrows, you've traveled. It's hit the the dom here. How serious this mission really could be. And when you guys are about 90 feet away, what what seemed to be just like the walls, but massed a little bit further out um, in this mid-afternoon, um, you guys also just hear like snarls and, and growls a little bit. It's very faint, but it's off in the distance. If you guys can all make me perception checks. Sure. Mm, I love perception. 19 for Romir. 18... Ah, betrayed. 15. 25 for Mr. Serpent. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, so Mr. Serpent, you would be able to make out the fact that the gate is is uh, clearly closed, and you can actually hear also in the background kind of the um, sounds of, like, like banging and knocking and, like... Uh, Almost not not quite wood breaking because you're not you're not close enough for that. But you know something is clearly banging into a very solid object, uh, pretty aggressively and continuously. Are we like around a corner? I feel like on a path we would be able to see zombies ninety feet away. Um, you guys would be uh, the the city itself kind of sits a little bit higher up. So as you guys are coming up the oh, okay. hill, yeah, yeah I got you. it's one of those yeah. kind of things. So you guys would start to see it and you guys are seeing this like mob of things. You guys maybe can't make out exact details yet. Um, but if you guys were to come up maybe another like 10 ish feet, you guys would see um, full, much, much better detail. Seems like the city's under siege. They're trying to get in. Seems like the walls are held in for now. But who knows? Who knows, Paul Vlaus? Well, we have a siege expert with us, so hopefully that will do. Boys, I'm going to set my ballista here. It has a 20, 120-foot range, and I estimate we're only about 90 feet away. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mm, that's that sound right to you. <laughs> just exactly right, Dom. Perfect. All right. Uh, excuse right, except, me. I guess if you could move 10 feet up so we could see it. Uh, yeah, because uh, right now you're seeing like tops of heads, right? Like, uh, like you're oh yeah moving up. So if you were a little bit closer, you would have more visibility um, and a little bit better angle. Well, okay. So before we do that, uh, the Dom is going to cast some buffing spells, and then we can get into position. Okay. All right, I'm gonna prepare for this combat. You all ready to go? Pablos is gonna burn a hide from undead on himself. Okay. If there's a big grouping of them, if I can get within that group and burst with Phrasma's holy light, I think I might, you know, as long as they're not advanced undead, I should be able to take them out. It's going to be a pleasure serving with you guys and getting into this. And he's going to, he's going to grab, he's going to shake Mr. Serpent and Pavlis's hand. And when he does so, he makes a little telepathic bond with you guys and implants Ooh. tricks, d- separate tricks with each of you. 
Ooh. It also says, uh, if, uh, if you want me to go ahead and entangle them, I'm pretty well schooled in the, the fame magic, and uh, I could, uh, from this range, I could probably get all of them if we needed it. Your, your abilities intrigue me, Mr. Romier. You just let me know when you want me to to cast that sort of innate spell, and I'll go ahead and do it. Okay. Uh, Mr. Serpent, you look like you're not wearing any armor. That is a true fact. I could give you some power from this wand here. Boost your defense. I like the sound of that. Pavlos, here, take another one. And a shield for both of you. Don't burn the, uh, the mage armor on me. I've got a mithril breastplate on. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I'm a cleric. Take a shield. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Please burn that spell on me. I'm right. fine with but it. But yeah, I will, I I will gladly it. take shield. I need So I have shield, mage armor, and then uh, I'm going to need you to, to be a little bigger than your usual self. And I'll cast in large person on a Mr. Serpent. Wow. That's a new experience for me. And then I'll cast anthropomorphic animal on my horse. I'm going to need some help, Sonny. Come on, wake up. And he grows, uh, his, his hooves turn to hands, and he stands upright and uh, goes over to the ballista to move it into position. This is the creepiest thing. Monster. This, I, this is some Dr. Viv shit. <laughs> <laughs> she makes the dogs. The horse hands. has hands and is going to stand on two feet and carry this. Yes. All right. Any objections? <laughs> God has objections, well, but we can't hear him. Welcome to the party, Bojack. <laughs> oh! <laughs> all right. All right. So then you guys are moving into position. Um, and yeah. as you guys move into position, I'd like you guys to place yourselves on the map. I've already placed my horde, to which Chris didn't think was real until now, apparently. I'm so spooked. <laughs> so yeah, this is a lot of minis. a lot of baddies. <laughs> I, I don't think enlarged person is a good thing for me. No? My my damage dice doesn't go up with the hand wraps, weirdly. I feel like it should. It and my should. two hit should. should go up. Okay, well, then I'm just going to do that myself. Yeah, okay. you get yeah. you get a strength bonus. Yeah, you should get a strength bonus, and then you get a penalty on AC. Right, my to hit, my damage went up, but my to, my to hit, and I'm sorry, my static damage went up, but my to hit and my dice damage didn't either. That doesn't make any sense. I feel like the dice damage is supposed to go up. It definitely is. A size category. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Large creature. Let's place a large mini for the siege, uh, the siege weapon. This is, I, oh, get a first podcast to feel the siege weapon in battle. All right, sweet. Yeah. So the siege weapon will move independently of the Dom, right? So I'd like to make sure it's definitely on the map. I just need a base. All right, so um, as you guys are placing yourselves and you're you're getting up, you're close to that, you know, about 80 feet-ish away, I need everyone to roll for initiative. And be patient, I have quite a bit of things to roll for initiative. Oh, here we go! All right. Oh, God. Ooh, we got a good one. For the listeners at home, I'm counting, I think, 16 zombies piled up on the gate, it looks like. Um, and then there's an additional creature... That's like on the gate itself. There are so many. Like you have to, you have to check out the their HLP Instagram to really see the scope of how much, how many people are on the battlefield. It's ridiculous right now. Yeah, that's all I'll say. 
I can't remember the last time I fought this many creatures. I don't know if it's ever happened. In a combat? Like, that's a fuck ton. Yeah, this is a true like zombie horde. It's it's it is about every type of zombie or undead that is kind of lowish level, but definitely messy and annoying to be around. So, um, gonna need some initiatives for you guys, Romir. Romir has a ten. Ten. Rolled a three on the die. Pavlos. Pavlos has a nineteen. What's your modifier? My modifier is a plus three. Okay, thank you. Uh, Mr. Serpent? He's up to a 14. And the Dom? The Dom is a 27. God What's your initiative modifier? Plus eight. Oh, nice. Yep. Good for wizards. See, Jenkins roll first. Oh, this jam really brings uh, Pablos and the Don back to their war days. That's right. <laughs> you getting any flashbacks? <laughs> you might. Back when we had that uh, that bard that played the drums for us. All he did was play the drums. Yeah. Spark inspiration. Spark courage. Man, I miss him. Snare drum. Um, you remember he died, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like the first person to die. Well, he was good until he kicked the bucket. Took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> enemy was smart. So this initiative tracker is pretty insane right now. Just know that it's going to be a, a lot of me in a row <laughs> because I kind of rolled all middle of the ground for just about all of them. But to start this off, as you guys hit 80 feet, you guys all can start to move initiative order. So we're going to start with the Dom. Alright, do we want to move closer then or... Because I can, I can set us up a little bit. I, I think the Dom is gonna reach out. He can get pretty good range on this spell web, second level spell. Uh, gets a twenty foot radius on the main horde of zombies to put in a, a, a net of webbing on them. So they all have to roll reflex saves. So you're doing that right now. You have the range to do that at eighty feet. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. Yep. All right. Uh, fun, fun, fun. <laughs> shit. Hundred oh, feet shit. plus ten per level. You never, you didn't really think this through, Haley. <laughs> oh, I mean, I did. That's why there's 19 things. Yeah, I'm sorry for all the reflex saves. Not really. This is like when we were doing the town hall fight, and I was like, "Fuck you guys!" <laughs> yeah. I really don't want to do a million rolls. So, the as far as the zombies themselves, you can hit everything in that kind of circle there. 20 foot radius, I think. Yeah, you can hit everything clock. that's on the ground. Yeah. All right, sounds good. If you centered it on that first oh, werewolf thing, oh, yeah, right. you could. It's a radius, so you could hit you pretty much them. everything. A DC sixteen. Only one saves of the regular zombies, so there of this. There's a small group of five, and there is only one that was just looking quite fine. Okay, he breaks free of the webbing. Yeah. Does web create difficult terrain, or is it just the? It's just the initial save. I think it is difficult terrain. Yeah, too. it's difficult terrain, and it's hard to move through. Yeah, mostly trying to buy us some time so we can get in position. I didn't assume I immediately needed a bunch of reflexes, so I'm uh, less prepared on that one. That's okay. That's why the Dom gets 27 initiative. And then there's another group of three, and only one looks successful at this. Okay. That's for you to remember, not for us. (laughs) It's looking good so far. They're still in the difficult terrain, though. Yeah. Both of these are fine. This guy is not fine. That's all of them. 
Okay, great. So that'll be difficult terrain for those that passed, and then uh, those that are stuck in order to move through, they have to take an escape artist or a grapple combat maneuver bonus. So of the kind of large group, there are only six that are A-OK. All right, I'll take it. That's uh, Then my, the rest of my turn will be spent moving uh, along with the siege engine. Just so you know, interesting thing about web, if you can light it on fire, it's very flammable and burns at a square per round. Ooh. It spreads, and the stuff that's stuck in it is still stuck in it, taking the fire damage. That would be useful. I unfortunately took the Siege Mage archetype, which sacrifices three <laughs> schools of magic. And, oh, oh my boy. Evocation is one of those, so maybe one of you can think of a way to light it on fire. Use oh, a my. torch. I have some Alchemist Fire. All right. Oh, so after the down comes Pavlos. All right, Pavlos, and we're saying we're 80 feet away right now? Yeah, you're currently about 80 feet away. So Pavlos is going to run all the way up. Are any of these undead intelligent? Yes. And some aren't undead. Oh. Okay. Uh, So when I get into the range, I'm going to make um, knowledge checks. So uh, knowledge religion, I don't care about the zombies. Obviously, whatever looks different. Okay. Right now, right, there's this wall. There's this creature that looks attached to the gate or the wall, the very tip top there. It looks kind of gross, yellowish, and sickly, but it also has vines that are coming out of it and are actually attached to three other things that are quite far away from the wall that you're very close to. And they look kind of like zombies, but for some reason they're attached to this vine. Ugh. (laughs) Then you also see um, a very, very large, uh, not mechanically large, but a large wolf, and then two other smaller, um, kind of doggish-looking undead-type creatures. You see um, five uh, kind of -of run-of-the-mill zombies. You see uh, about three that look like they're a little bit quicker than that, and you see two that look ready to throw a punch, and then you see one other kind of floating... uh, floating undead thing. Okay. So, I have a dirty 20 on my religion for, I guess, like, this one's going to be easy. Which things on the map are undead and which are not? Because that should tell me that. Yeah, so, um, right now, what you see as far as minis, anything that is red is not undead subtype. Mm -hmm. So, so that would plant be plant viney things. The things that are all attached to the vine, yeah. Um, and the thing actually on the wall. In addition, there is a kind of glowing skeleton guy in the middle here that is also not subtype undead. Oh. Okay. Um, so for the records, I move further in because I full ran. I'm before all of this in the initiative order, so yep. I should take zero attack of opportunities. And I am invisible to anything that is undead. So I get right near, because I know this wolf is undead, right? Yeah. So, I mean, your uh, land speed, just for everyone at home, is is what? I have a 30-foot move speed. So run is times so three. So run is times four. Oh, four. times yeah, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can easily get there. Okay. Because you're not in heavy armor? Right. Okay. So yeah, it's a run times four. All right. 
Yep, checks out, right? Yeah. So that's where I am. I'm invisible to anything that is undead. Uh, my spear is out. Okay. As uh, as well as you can see, like the Phrasman energy coalescing around me. Dude, Pablo's wow. in full battle mode. Holy shit. It's cool as hell. All right. So what what about intelligent undead? What do we do about those? Intelligent undead must make a will save, DC 18. Or no, sorry, that's for my greater, DC 16. All right, so I've got two of them here that they look ready to fight, and um, they're actually smarter than that, so they're going to make will save. And one of them makes it. Which ones? Where are they? They're these two, these two big guys here. Okay, so one of them can see me. Yes. And the further one back, he actually does see you, so the one actually closest to you. Okay. Ooh, okay. So he immediately turns around with kind of a snarl, and he clenches his fists. Uh, the old Pathfinder flavor turnarounds. <laughs> <laughs> he will certainly try to hit me. And you see in his hand isn't just, it's not, he doesn't, he's not just closing his fists, but he's actually closing his fists on what it was a great club that he was kind of hanging off of on the ground. So he pulls that up, puts it into his hands, and he is going to walk up to you. Okay. He will take an attack of opportunity. Okay. And why, and why is that, Griff? Because uh, my long spear is out, baby. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Poke him. Oh, that's an 18 on the die. Woo! That's going to get him. So that is... 11 points of damage. All right. So, um, he'll so take... So I just kind of... <laughs> <laughs> so he'll take those 11 points of damage, and um, he is going to take his great club, and he will swing at you. Okay. 17 on the die. Those two. 27. <laughs> Meets beats. Oh, man. Ah. Damn. 27 ACs, your boy fucking Pavlos. That's crazy. That's a crazy number. Do not sleep on Pavlos, folks. <laughs> I feel like Pavlos is wasting his life being a priest at Grave Charge. Pavlos is yes. level 12. <laughs> Pavlos needs to get his ass up to the world wound or something. <laughs> Pavlos so protects uh, all the good people of Levenstad. <laughs> That's going to be 14 points of damage, though, okay. to Pavlos. The other you know, big fighty guy is just going to continue to kind of push his way towards the gate uh, as he does not see Pablo's and has not noticed any of you guys either. Oh, shit. I should have been able to still make it, but can you, with the difficult terrain, make it to yes. me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only had to move 10 feet, so that was plenty okay. for me. Yeah, all right. And there's no, like, with Webb, there's no save for either me or that Monster. Technically, actually, if you went, I guess you entered the web, you would have to make a escape artist check to continue moving or CMB check. Okay. Do you want to do that? You yeah. entered the web? Roll it back. I guess, yeah, I think you're I in the guess web. I'm in the web at this point, right? The yeah, web's centered on that thing. So. Right. Yeah, I didn't think about that. but Yeah, I, I thought web was awesome and then I immediately forgot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So make your check. Because this, uh, this is the zombie that actually. 16? 
Meets beats. Yeah. Okay. So nice. Okay. Nice. All right. So you're fine, and that zombie was the one that actually made it previously and was not trapped. So you know, perfect. No okay. harm done. No harm, no foul. We did it. Right. <laughs> at least we retconned it. Yeah. All right. So up next is um, this large wolf. This thing's undead as well, right? Yeah. Is, is he attacking so it can attack me. It's not. It's not attacking at all. Okay. 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 It's just trying to get out of the web. It was actually. Uh, I was. I was making a quick perception check. As you can kind of tell, right, that's a wolf and there's two hounds, so it's kind of the leader here. So it was making a, a quick perception. It did not do so hot, so, shockingly, because, you know, wolves are per- perceptive, so you'd think it'd do well, but I rolled very low. So uh, the next thing it's going to do is try to break out. And it is actually out of the web. Okay, nice. I, I'm, I'm blowing this, but uh, I have to retcon one more thing. Jesus, Griff. Yeah, I know. You don't take those 11 points of damage. Pablos is not so stupid that he would attack while he's under the effects of Hide from Undead Because while it there's would, a horde. It would dissipate the yeah, whole spell. Yeah, I was spell. just thinking that. I was oh, like, it point. would dissipate my spell, so I would not take an attack of opportunity. I think he'd realize that the thing sees him and just kind of be like, fuck, 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 fuck. It's coming for me, but I can't break it for yeah, okay. everything else. For so. some reason, I got confused because I, I had assumed, since you've talked to me so much before this, about your greater Hide from I do a greater hide from my dad. I just used the regular version okay. this time. If you just used the regular version, yes. Glad you retconned that because otherwise they would all come for you. So <laughs> The death of Pablos. Easy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, that would uh, take some explaining on the show. <laughs> yes. Pablos is actually undead on the show. He's <laughs> a cleric of Ergothoa. <laughs> now that the wolf has broken out, it is Mr. Serpent's turn. Big. Never been big before. It's a new experience for me. Um, he's large, and uh, he is going to mechanically charge. <laughs> large and in charge. Oh, yeah. Large and in charge. And at, um, the closest one of these, like, uh, these undead that seem to be uh, connected via vine to this thing on the wall, they seem to be the furthest back in the big old group of folks. If you do um, the closest one, you get a flanking bonus from Pavlos with his long spear. Oh, Ooh. perfect. Yeah, that, I, right. I want to I wanna hit the closest one anyway. Uh, Haley said we're 40 feet away. I can... I'm sorry. Yes, I'm, I'm confusing myself. We are 80 feet away, but being a monk, I got a little extra move speed, so I can charge. It will take the entirety of my charge, but I can hit this guy. Well, nice. you, you, you can actually nice. stand 10 feet away from it because you have reach now. Ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. do that. All right. So you're flanking this guy. So I'm flanking with Pavlos, and he is going to, Mr. Serpent is going to, uh, I'm going to. Time to, time to bring the pain, I guess. Got a lot to learn about the undead. Okay, eight on the die. Um, that's going to go up to 17 before flank, 19 after. And it's so left footed. Okay. I'm going to do a little damage here. Wall, respectable. Um, that's going to be 18 points of damage. Damn, what type son. of damage? Well, it is uh, bludgeoning, but magic adamantine. Because I've got the adamantine little ingots weaved into my hand wraps. That's pretty fucking dope. <laughs> yeah. And actually, it still goes down. I believe. Yeah. Right? You said 18? 18 yeah, was it, yeah. No. <sighs> Bummer. Alright, so that monster is not looking great, but it's still up. Um, 
And now it is the hound's turn. And neither of them are trapped by the web, but they wouldn't be able to see Pavlo still. Now they would be able to see the serpent. Yep. So they are going to take the, the closest route that they can to get to the Mr. Serpent. Which ones are the... I think you said the hounds? Okay. They're in difficult terrain. They have a lot they of They have a 50-foot speed normally, so um, they have about... 25 feet of movement. Except um, the web stops at some point, right? Yeah, but he cast it right on that front wolf, so, so it's going to be 25 feet of web oh. for those wolves at least. So that's what I'm saying. They're going to need to move the whole way through difficult terrain. Take and take of opportunity. Yeah, you Good. certainly can. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. You also get one for that if you have combat reflexes. Sure don't. Um, sure don't. All right. <laughs> All right so basically, the two hounds have taken two move actions to get as close as possible to Mr. Serpent here. Very large snake. They are going to attack. Um, and with that, though, I believe that's at least two act- attacks of opportunity unless you don't have combat reflexes. I do not have combat reflexes, so I should be able to take a swing at the first one. All right. As he enters my uh, reach. My dojo. A uh, enlarged creature, and that I uh, come on. It's a twenty-two. Yeah, man. Sweet. That's yeah. what I thought. Kind of shitty damage there, but we got fifteen. Damn, fifteen's pretty shitty. Yeah, I mean, two d six, two d six modifier eleven. He rolled a one and a three. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, that's actually going to go ahead and kill that wolf. Oh yeah, oh. hound. Yeah, first blood. Bucket, yeah. This thing runs up. It gets within reach. I don't think so. Don't want to be bit to die. And fucking... <laughs> is that a dingo over there? Fucking swings at him. Completely... I, I mean, he's he's wearing these, like, weighted hand wraps. Just crushes through this thing's skull. Removes them from play. Just like Fantastic. Great. Move that off the board. <laughs> just like right. punching wop rats back home. <laughs> just like punching... My T sixteen. <laughs> so um, zombies are are dumb, and it's their turn. So because they are dumb, I am going to have them all do a perception check to see if they're even going to look back at Mister Serpent, considering he's close enough for them to see him. But he, they're also just dumb. He keeps Aussie accenting too loud. <laughs> <laughs> he just has this running monologue to himself. He called that an off. This is an off. Mr. Serpent, you're a monk. You can't use you can't use daggers. Ooh, I got some uh, pretty decent numbers here. Actually, that would be great if you started flirting with the dagger, and every time it was you, you call that a knot. So, this is a knot. Get that drop ready. So, considering you're not trying to hide and you're large, both of those are correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, all things being equal, <laughs> my my game plan was for anything over ten, and all of them got over ten. Hello. Uh, <laughs> so they would see you, but only one of them actually can get out. So the other four are going to try to escape once again. That'll be their uh, turn. Yes. Yeah. What a what a great casting of web. That was an amazing. That's the best it's use of web I've ever seen. Absolutely amazing <laughs> cast of web. In, in, in the history it's of me playing Pathfinder. <laughs> that's the best use of web. <laughs> Usually it harms the party more, but, but this time just stops a fucking 
19 pawn. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so two of them um, got low, and two of them got a natural 16 and 18. Ooh, so yeah, let's do it. They are good. Um, and then the one that is free is going to attack. Are zombies staggered, or is that a Starfinder thing? Depends on the zombie, but yeah, I think yeah. they generally are. The low-level ones. Yep. Yeah, they, that's, they are staggered. There. Yeah, so they can only move or attack. Right. So the guy that is free is going to um, go ahead and move. He can only move 15 feet, but he's going to try. So, so like, Mr. Serpent sees, like, uh, about, about-ish ten zombie heads all turn in unison, and they just struggle <laughs> to get at him. And, like, I think that's kind of terrifying, right? <laughs> like, like, a crowd of zombies all caught in a web, all looking at you like, I want to eat you. I'm in. <laughs> so in. Yeah. What you're saying is you want to take the shaken condition. Um, I, yeah, I want to steer into my roleplay here. Take a fl- flavor shaken. Yeah. All right, so then it is another set of zombies, and these are the kind of kind of quick looking zombies. Mm. So they return. Of course, there's different kinds of zombies. Quick boys, who's yeah. this left for dead? Yes, runners. Where's the boomer? <laughs> the boomer <laughs> gonna pick us up. I, th- I think Chris is playing the boomer. This is actually the boomer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so these zombies, um, I believe that all of them are unfortunately also trapped, so they all need to get out. Mm-hmm. All right. And this is an es- it's escape artist, right? Escape or artist CMB. or CMB. Or CMB. Yeah. Oh. You know what? That means that two of them are good and one is not. Oh, oofa doofa. So all of them, uh, we've got a pink guy here. Uh, that guy is still stuck, but the other two are good. Um, skin pink guy there? Yeah, the pink the pink skinned oh, guy. Sickly, disgusting pink. Really not doing good guy. <laughs> <laughs> That guy had a fever before the zombie <laughs> outbreak happened. He's a hot zombie. That guy had corona before the zombie virus. <laughs> he just hit a double whammy. So, those two that are free, though, uh, that is their turn to kind of move and get free. I don't think that, that they can do anything else. And I guess, could they move? They're not staggered, so... I guess. Oh, yeah, so it's a standard action, so they can move. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I wanted to make sure I wasn't getting that wrong. Yeah, so, sure. But they still, difficult terrain, move. That yeah. is correct. They just have twenty feet. Breaking it, like breaking away from the webs, like s- strings flying behind them as they run at you. I don't like this. And Not they excited. have both run as far as they can with one move action towards Mister Serpent. Um, Pablo's is actually very, very, uh, you know, circled by these guys, <laughs> but sure. no one can see. Like they can't see him at all. <laughs> So that's concerning. Um, but now onto someone who can see him. It is uh, this glowing skeleton guy's turn. Um, doesn't actually look like that. It's actually floating around and has a lot of uh, stuff kind of all floating with them. And that one was also trapped, so we're going to go ahead and try to get it free because it can definitely see Pablo's. Fail, 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 fail. <laughs> well, it'll be a stando either way. Standard yeah, action. True. And it does not break free. Oh and, yes! And it nice. Just, it, it snarls in the web, and it's it's furious because it can't terrifying. break free. And it's it's really, really, it's turned, and it's trying so hard to get at Pablo's. Shit. Uh uh uh. Ew! I don't like that at all. <laughs> so it's Ramirez's turn. And we are down to 18 enemies. Oh, shit. We killed one, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. We did it. This combat's going to take four hours. <laughs> no, it won't. Speaking 
Speaking of being faster, I'm very excited for your turn. Sorry. Yeah, so uh, Romir is on the platform that the siege engine is on. Hell yeah. um, Amazing. <laughs> is there any way for him to motion the horses to move forward? Is that a thing? The horse, yeah, the horse moved on my turn, and it's okay. an anthropomorphic horse. You imagine him, him pulling on the on the. Um, he's got you know ropes attached to this little chariot. It looks like every depiction of Egypt when the pyramids are built. Says <laughs> <laughs> this guy pulling yeah. a with a horse head, <laughs> just running forward, just pulling. So car. you're like forty feet away right now, and the horse is ready to help you load this thing. Okay. So he is going to take a standard action to help load the light ballista. Yeah, full. Actually, it takes both standard okay. So one. Sta- okay, so a full action to yeah. to help load. Um, he's not close enough yet to do any of his horrible stare actions at like anything close enough. But he's gonna he's gonna help load right you now. You want to be closer? If we can get like five feet closer. Or uh, ten feet closer, that'd be fine. He's got yeah. a full move, so he can. He's got a fifty-foot move speed, so he can be okay. wherever you want. Yeah, if we, if we're gonna say we're thirty <laughs> feet away from like the the wolf that's attacking uh, Mister Serpent, that's fine. Yeah, let's do that. So full action to move to to load the light ballista, and then as a swift action, Romeo's going to turn his gaze onto the wolf and just pierce into him. So the wolf takes a minus two to his will saves and his attack rolls. Oh, hell yeah. And that's Romir's turn. All and right. uh, explain to the audience why this works on an undead creature. Yeah, so Mr. Or, so Romir is a spirit walker, and at level five, he's able to affect undead normally with both his hypnotic stare and his spells and spell-like abilities. So any mind-affecting thing that he casts, anything he casts, is able to affect undead as if it it didn't have that barrier to mind-affecting The, the mind-affecting resist or immunity that undeath Correct. gives. Correct. It's cool as hell. Yeah, it's pretty fucking dope. <laughs> yeah, that's that's amazing. All right, um, and that's that's your turn. That's my turn. Okay, uh, so next up is my uh, my creeper who is um, that that plant guy who just standing there are uh, well I guess attached to the wall and uh, it just kind of poofs out and then breathes out a sigh and does not do a whole lot. But after that is all the yellow um, things what? attached to it. Oh, okay. There's more. Like, but wait, there's more. So like this depressed thing on top of the wall, <laughs> size and I'm sad. I don't like my friends being attacked. I'm gonna jump. <laughs> don't stop me. Coming up this wall. Uh, no. So the all the yellow zombie things that are attached to it are actually they will now attack. Oh man, attack who? There's only one guy visible. So uh, there's actually there's there's two that are visible. Yeah, because they're not technically they are not undead, undead technically. Right. Oh. They look a lot like zombies though. Yeah. Oh. But they are technically not the undead subtype. Okay. Okay. So two of them will likely attack Pavlos, and that's the, the two closest to him. The other one will attack Mr. Serpent. So we're okay. gonna go with the one that attacks Mr. Serpent first. And as they attack him, both of them, um, 
Romir uses free actions to enact both of his mesmerist tricks that he implanted in both of them. Fuck! Oh, yeah. (laughs) But what is this? What are these? So he had implanted mesmeric mirrors in both of them. So what (gasps) happens is as they attack him, two mirror images spring up next to both of them. Holy shit! This is the coolest character ever! Yep. So illusory images appear next to the subject to throw off attackers. So as you attack them. If you hit, you have to roll against mirror images. So I'm assuming a d6 for both of them because they both have two images. Two images? Shit, I'll trade you out for oh Frey in a heartbeat. <laughs> so cool, like, I'm drafting you into the major leagues. <laughs> shouldn't have let you guys prep for this. Alright, neat. Um, but yeah, so we're going to start with the one uh, that's going to attack Mr. Serpent. I didn't like that. If you had combat reflexes, you could fuck that guy's staff. And uh, unfortunately, would have been great. It is going to go ahead and um, try and slam at Mr. Serpent. Uh, 14 on the die won't hit, right? What's it going to do? I, I don't 14 know. total, sorry. 14. Oh, no way, no. Yeah. 14 on the die. Yeah, maybe. Does <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> it have good. a bonus to attack? <laughs> sorry, my bad. All you're right. good, you're good. So then the other one is going to, uh, the other two are going to five foot up. And attack at Pavlos. And that one won't hit. Uh, how much did it miss by? What you got? It would have missed by... Oh, you're thinking pop images? Yeah, I'm just yeah. thinking about yeah, the or, images. Yeah, the images. Uh, it missed... It, it only got a 12. Oh, yeah. That doesn't even pop an image. Same with nice. the one for Mr. Serpent. Yeah. Yeah, 13 so- is the other one. That doesn't pop an image. All right. So it's got to miss by five or less. To yeah, pop five an image, or less. Correct? So okay. you need a twenty-two to pop one of Pavlos's images, which is fucking bonkers. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's that's super high. How long does the image last? One minute. So one minute for both of them. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, let's keep track of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good. You, you that is just save absolutely bacon absurd. And it is the Dom's turn. All right. The Dom is going to walk behind the chariot. Is this, um, well, my boy, Sonny, it's time to get going on this. Uh, why don't you fire one of your arrows? We'll make this happen. And um, so I'm going to have the horse lo- like finish does, doing the full round action. To- does, does that make the horse the sub? Well, you could say that. <laughs> it does. Oh, it does. That's it's Dom canon. and the sub. <laughs> the, du- the sub. I remember my military days and why we called him the Dom. <laughs> Oh, God. All right. You're welcome, everybody. Is the horse wearing leather? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so it has to wear a harness because it has to pull the chariot. Mm, kinky. Yeah. Well, just saying. There's a reason they call me the Dom. And I'm going to fire. Uh, I'm going to fire one of the projectiles and it's going to fire. I think I don't want to take out the what are, you, what are you pointing at, Griffin? pointing at that big guy. You're the only one with the range to get shit. that oh, thing. Oh, you're right. He's yeah. 120 oh, the range. the tower? Yeah. The thing on the tower. Okay. Oh, shit. Fucking like hit it that. with the ballista. I'll hit it with the ballista. That's amazing. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, so I'm going to arcane strike, swift action. And uh, even though I'm far away from the ballista, I have a bond to it. And so I can fire it from 30 feet away even. So That's I'm just garbage. casually walking walking around. That's a Siege Mage ability, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I gave okay. up a lot for this ability. <laughs> <laughs> Three schools of magic entirely. <laughs> and all my cantrips. 
Uh, so I'm going to swift action. So that's going to be a plus eight to hit. Okay. Uh, get an 18. Woo! You're not be good enough. This is a big guy. 18 will hit. Yeah! yeah! Fucking ballista! <laughs> the ballista shot comes at him. It's pretty good damage. That's 17 damage. Oh, baby. Fuck yes. This is so fucking stupid. I love this. <laughs> All right, so you, you hit this plant thing, and, you know, yellow spores kind of come flying out of it, as well as some bricks and stuff, because you've just hit the damn Boom. wall with your ballista. <laughs> but it still looks like it's kind of <sighs> breathing out. And oh, it breathes? Oh, yeah, it breathes. Don't like that. <laughs> Plants don't breathe. Plants it's, just got like, it's got, like, spores. It spurts oh, it breathes. Ugh. Yeah. So uh, it, it, it releases a little bit more spores for that, it, it, and it's breathing a lot less uh, smoothly. Okay, that's my turn. Amazing! I love this character. <laughs> All right, Pablo's. Pablo's kind of plants his right foot and spins his left foot in a circle, creating a spiral on the ground, which then illuminates from Phrasma's holy light and bursts. Oh. Everything on the ground needs to make me a will save. God damn! And okay. Pablo's just channels a righteous channel to harm undead. Jesus. So I, I have to ask because I'm not sure. Um, does spell resistance have anything it does to do? Not do All right, cool. And channel resistance. Channel resistance does. Yeah, so you yeah, add yeah. that to your will save. And it's how far? At what? 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 I get stops? everything. I, I'm in range to get everything on the ground. It's a thirty foot radius. Everything on the ground. Yes. Okay. That thing up top. We're just I don't gonna know give this a couple it. minutes. <laughs> yeah. Pause for edit. Pause <laughs> we for edit. eighteen will saves or seventeen will saves. Thank you, Romir, for your service to the ballista. Uh. Okay. So, so the wolf got a twenty. What is the DC? The DC is sixteen. Okay. It's a natural twenty. So yeah. So it's fine. It still takes half, but it's which may still kill it. <laughs> it might. <laughs> Six five five. <laughs> Damn. I think some zombies are dropping after that one. Talking about calling in the special forces. All right, so I actually rolled incredibly well. So well, Ooh. in fact, that every single one of the five zombies, the five regular zombies, saved. Um, neither of the big fighty ones saved. Both of the wolves saved. And um, all three of my very fast zombies fade, uh, like saved. And then the one glowing skeleton um, is not affected, and neither are the three yellow zombie things. Okay, so what happens is this righteous Phrasman channel bursts through and like ripples and you see the grass kind of like wave in the in the wind of this channel. All of those that failed take 16 points of damage. Those that save take 8. Was, what, what DC was that channel too? 16. DC 16. Okay, okay. So it wasn't like crazy, but so eight for everyone that saved. Yep. Okay. And sixteen. Sixteen for everything that failed. Woo! So everything that failed should probably be dead because I don't think these are good undead. But I could be wrong. Good undead. 
I mean, they're, they, I don't think they're very strong. Oh, okay. If she's going to throw 19 at a level 5 party, imagine they're not that strong. The pink z- fast zombie uh, is dead. <gasps> Because that one actually uh, failed, and then the other two that are a little bit closer, they saved. They are still hanging in there. Ooh. All right. I'll see them next in. All right. Okay, what about all the fucking zombies and shit? Those all still up? Very, very much struggling with life. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. One more should clear this out. So Pablo's, that was just his standard action. So he's going to um, go ahead and acrobatics the fuck away from these guys and kind of um, get in line with Mr. Serpent um, so that they both have these reach weapons and can keep the keep the enemies back. So he's going to go ahead and acrobatics to move, but um, Actually, fuck it. No, he's just going to take the attacks of opportunity so he can move full speed. He's going to move right up side by side with Mr. Serpent. Here? Um, other side of the wolf so he can flank. Nope. And over another five feet because he's... Yep. yep. Uh, natural 20 on one of those. Okay. Roll to confirm. Doesn't confirm. Haley, does it pop an image? <laughs> yeah. Actually, actually, yes, it would. Oh, okay. The c- confirmation, but I still no, you can no, still confirmation that. doesn't do 20. shit. Right. So natural that's what I was going to say. It's just natural images, 20. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is against me or three images, so roll a d6. I will. Um, me or two images, sorry. I imagine the zombie that's groaning is also the drummer. This is my fetish. Does a 20 to touch hit? Uh, yeah, that hits touch. Uh, roll against images. So two, okay. two rolls so, against so, images. So no, three things actually hit you. Um, so so one, what else could reach me there? So there's four things that could reach you, because all four of those were around you right. and, and could he- hit you. Mm-hmm. One rolled a natural 20. The other one failed of the two yellow zombies. Yep. The um, big fighty guy hit you. Mm-hmm. And the uh, wolf actually also was able to hit you with that touch attack. So I need to now roll for images because there was three different things. So you literally rolled above a 20 on those things because I'm kind of thinking a 27 AC that seems like ridiculous. Griffin, I rolled a natural 20 Uh on the zombies. And then you hit me with another thing. I rolled an 18 and it has a plus 10 to attack. That's a 28. And then I rolled a 14 and then it's to touch to 20. So, sure. yes. Roll all your images. All three of them hit. So, I'm going to go in the same order, which is the yellow zombie. And uh, what should I roll for images? A roll D6. a D6. A one and two hits me. Okay. For the first one. And then if you pop one, it's a D4, I'm sure. Oops. Yep. Uh, I got a two for the first one. Okay, so that hits. Nice. Roll damage. I don't know why I'm cheering for the undead. <laughs> should probably stop that. You got a traitor. Uh, ten damage. What kind of damage? I jam a lot. I get excited Just when regular bludgeoning. Okay. Alrighty, and then the next one pops an image. Okay. And the next one is gonna be odds or even. Which one do you want to hit? Uh, odds hit. Odds hit. I got a one, so it hits. Is this the touch attack? Though. Yes. Oh. 
Yep, this is a uh, touch attack. I'm going to also need to know the type of damage of this. Yeah, so this is actually a bite from um, this uh, ghoulie wolf. So an incorporeal bite. This thing's incorporeal or doing touch attack damage. It's it's touch attack damage, yeah. Right. That Again, that's usually incorporeal enemies or something. That's why I feel like I would know this with the 20 religion I rolled. It's undead. That it's a ghost. It's it's undead. It's not a it's not a ghost. I'm just yeah again like I'll roll a religion on my next turn because there's no fucking way a normal zombie does touch attack it's damage. Not, so it's I need a to wolf. Know. Right again like if I saw it and I thought it was a ghost I'd be like okay it's doing touch attacks so it's something weird right so I just need to know on my next turn what's going on actually I'm gonna roll it now since it's still my turn and that's a twenty. 27 uh, religion. So what the fuck is that? You know, kids see ghosts. So it is a um, ghoul wolf. Mm -hmm. It's a special carnivorous undead wolf that likes to hunt living creatures, um, catch them, tear them to shreds. So do you want to ask three questions? Yeah, why does it get a touch attack? You know what, Griffin? I totally misread this. So it has a bite and paralysis, and I was mis- I was reading the paralysis and not the bite. So it is not a touch attack. Therefore, it doesn't hit you at all. Perf. Um, did, you st- did you still want your last question about it? Yeah, no? why not? <laughs> well, I asked for weaknesses. Oh, weaknesses. Uh, weaknesses. Positive energy? <laughs> is that what? <laughs> I mean, I think they yep. get. <laughs> That's Channel about it. resistance. Uh, yes, then, they do get channel resistance. resistance. I'll give you and that. And then uh, special defenses. Uh, it's immune to a whole slew of things. Uh, Are they undead things, or is there anything else? It's undead things plus channel resistance. Um, I don't see anything too unusual from So it's just like undead. the mind affecting, the all that shit. Yeah, that ability drain, undead, bleed, yeah. death effect, mm-hmm. de- disease, energy... Exhausted, fatigue, mind affecting, non lethal, paralysis, physical ability damage, poison, sleep, stunning. Thanks. There you go. Uh, yeah, you did that. Uh, <laughs> gotta give it to Pies. I'm definitely, I'm definitely one of those. Uh, give you all of one it. of those cler- clerics of Phrasma that loves to poison things. Yeah, I, I thought you were. So, um, okay, so that doesn't hit. So I was hit by one. Yep. And um, now I'm, well, actually, Steve, I'm five feet over, so I can actually threaten this thing. While in flank with you, because I have ten feet of reach. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So just yeah, yeah. Perfect. Alrighty. Are you, uh, you've moved now. I've moved. I did my channel. That's my turn. All right. So it is um the big fighty guys uh, who don't feel good after um you know being hit by that channel. But we have them, and they're going to try to move up as far as they can. And they're like at least one of them is going to double move. Is he in a web? He is not. He has never been in the web, but he didn't see Pavlos, and uh, at the time, the serpent wasn't up. Now that the serpent's up there, um, he is closer to the serpent. Dude, loving these zombie growls, Steve. A-plus work. Thank you. A-plus work. Thank you. Uh, That is as far as it can go. It cannot quite hit the serpent. Um, And then the other one... Mr. Serpent! He has a name. Yes. Mr. Serpent. Mr. Serpent. My bad. Yes, yeah, so the other one. Dr. Will, Serpent to you. The other one will be able to get right up to the 
Mr. Serpent. Sorry, Mr. Serpent Esquire. Uh, if he does that, he will incur an attack of opportunity, but Serpent I hasn't acted, right? Yeah. yeah, so anyways, he's going to move up there, and um, he actually can hit still. Don't like that. 21. Does not hit. All right, and that's uh, its whole turn. Is it within five? Yes. Okay, it pops an image. I hate to say it, but that's it pops fair. an image. Yeah. All right, all right. So uh, then it is uh, the wolf's turn, and the wolf, I I believe, has escaped at this point because that's all it did last time. So it's gonna it's gonna go ahead and uh, move, um, and it has twenty five feet in the inside the web that it can move. Yep. Um, and it's gonna try to move to Pavlos. Okay, uh, Pavlos is going to attack it because Pavlos has that good, good combat reflexes. Not that he has used one yet, but just so you know, he has several more in the chamber. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> uh, that's a 16 to hit. Ooh. And that will hit. Okay. Pavlos deals nine points of damage. Nice, nice. And this thing is going to attempt to bite at Pavlos again, but who knows? And it definitely misses. Holy crap, it misses. <laughs> Does it miss by more than five? Yes. Okay. I still have one image. I rolled a four on the die. I, she broke one of my images on yes. the last round. I okay. Did. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mr. Serpent, you are surrounded. Yep. Not a great spot to be in. Um, you don't have whirlwind attack? God damn it, Steve. I don't have whirlwind attack. <laughs> Um, Who takes that? <laughs> These combats are the only way that's fucking right. viable. <laughs> so, um, uh, Haley, can you can you clarify around me what is undead? I have one of these like yellow viney un- zombie looking undead, but the yellow viney undead. Well, I'm gonna start there. Looking thing as Mr. Serpent um, enacts his key flurry, which gives him an extra attack. So you're gonna hit the only thing that's not undead. Yeah, because yeah. he figures we okay. can mop. I can mop up the yeah. rest next turn. And if uh, if I kill it, I'm going to move on to other people. So here comes my first attack. And the attack sounds like a beer opening. That's the bones breaking. <laughs> that creature <laughs> grabs the plant and snaps its twigs. Tom to get to wick. Does a seventeen hit? Yes, absolutely. Ooh. Awesome better here 18 points of damage all right and uh same situation as last time <laughs> okay so, i'm gonna attack it again wait did you hit this one last time i hit this other guy last okay. time yeah that's what yep. i thought just that middle one yeah so this one's still up so i'm gonna take an all the swing out all right uh 15 on the dial hit yes absolutely and it had one point of health, so it's down. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. You're so incredibly yeah. close here. Fucking Christ! I wish that would... Jesus. All right. So yeah, he he takes a swing, doesn't quite finish him off, puts him down with another one. And... Hey, Steve. I just want to mention, during a full round attack, you can take a five foot step at any point. Right, I was going to do that after. Oh, okay. I just yep. thought maybe you'd take the five-foot step so you could hit the one that has one health as well. <laughs> Knock that out of the out of the game. Can I can I do that with other people around me? I don't you think so. You have 10 feet of reach. Uh, yeah, you Not actually... with a five-foot step, though. Like, where can I go? There's folks here. 
Is it 15 oh, no. feet yeah, away? Yeah, it, it they is. They have really, really uh, trapped you. Yeah. Well, bummer. I thought you had some room. Yeah. I yeah. At, at, at this point, um, I'm surrounded by undead, but I was able to knock out the other, um, the other wolf with one shot. So maybe I can do the same here. So with his third and final attack, he's going to turn around. Oh, how you doing, little dingo? Uh, two on the die, going up to a uh, not going to hit. You're so flanking. What is it? Thirteen. You're flanking. I know. That's uh, with the flanking. That's with the flanking. Uh, yeah. You are so incredibly uh, close, like one away, uh, man. Bummer. Yeah. Two on the fucking die. Well. It's... Oh, actually, as I as I do that last attack, I spin around. My defensive spin gives me a plus four AC against this creature. Plus four? Okay. The fuck is that? It's, <laughs> it's my monk style strike. Defensive spin. So, so your frontliners both have like in the high 20s AC. Right oh, now. hey, did I mention I have monk style too? So this thing, this wolf is not very pleased by, by uh, you trying to attack it. This hound, Just I guess. Twirling in a circle. And it's going to attempt to bite you even though you're spinning in a circle. And it, uh, two and a die, and I, it's not good. So. It's equivalent to, like, a, like a wall. <laughs> right? Like, like, improved cover or whatever. All right, so... It's absurd. Uh, I spin, and I'm a wall now. It is the zombie's turn, and three of them are still trapped in the web. So they're gonna try to get out. Wow, two of them do. Um, shockingly enough, I rolled a 16 and 18 on the die, so that is nice. Um, so that is all that those uh, those ones do. Um, the three that are kind of the furthest away from combat. The one with this orange scarf, uh, it can move, and that's about it. And the other one can also move, and that's about it. So Looks they're good, not going to be able to do anything besides move, and they're just going to move closer. They can only move 15 feet because of web. In addition, they can only move once because they're staggered. So they have done about absolutely nothing. Getting some mileage. What a web. <laughs> what a web, what a web, what a web, what a web, what a, web, what a mighty web. All right. And now it is time for the two fast zombies. That's a little bit different situation. One of them is close enough to um, take a five foot and attack. You can't take a five foot in difficult terrain, and it's still oh, is difficult terrain. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Ooh. thank you. Good, 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 good call. Um, so it can move, and I, I believe can also attack. Let me double check that. Took a DNA test, sir. Yeah, I think you said that earlier. Yes. That it moves in that, in that to you, uh, allows you to take an AOO, Steve. Oh, that's true. And since All it's right. been your turn, yeah, and it can it can move and attack. Um, there's been so many people moving up to me that I just have assumed that I had, and I've taken so few turns. Kind of reflexes would have been great. I had assumed that it was over. Not used to having reach. It's fine. Uh, come on, 16 on the die. That hits. Yep. What you got for me? I got 19 points of damage. Holy shit! Shit! It's dead. Oh, yeah. God damn, Mr. Serpent! Fucking, Mr. Serpent is Mr. a. Mr. Serpent's doing work! The fucking beast. Just waiting for the next ballista bolt to fire. <laughs> it's only round two. I can only do so much. <laughs> Give me till round ten. I'll have more ballista bolts for you. So with that, then the other one is gonna move up because that's what it does. It's a zombie. Yep. It's gonna move up. 
and unfortunately, Mr. Serpent does not have cavalry clutches. Boy, I should have taken that. It will attempt to attack with a uh, seventeen total. Not gonna do it, Haley. Uh, all right, so it does not do a whole lot, but move up. Um, uh, is that within five? No. Oh, it's nice. Six. <laughs> All right, and so then my glowing skeleton is going to try to break out again. It has not succeeded any I'm time. I'm so glad that thing hasn't broken out, because I have no fucking clue what it is. I need to roll a religion uh, on this thing. Natural 20. Oh, so no! It's out. Oh, it's out. Yeah. I, I would like to take a free action to talk and uh, turn to Pablos and be like, I don't know if you've realized, but I'm getting overrun here. <laughs> I'm surrounded on many sides. Listen, I I'm trying to fucking channel. <laughs> All right? You got to give me more than six fucking seconds, Mr. Serpent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't get your panties in a bunch. Jesus. I mean, phrasma. <laughs> I mean, phrasma. So, um, this thing is finally free, finally. Um, and it's going to move because that's all it can do, really. And it's going to move towards Pavlos. I'd also like to see a little bit more support from the back line. (laughs) (laughs) And it moved up, and that's about all it can do. (laughs) You leave the strategery to us in the back. We know what we're doing, Mr. Serpent. (laughs) (laughs) Romir, it's your turn. Yeah, okay. look, look at some people. So Romeo is going to <laughs> look with your special eyes. As a he's he's going to take a five foot step up, still being next to the catapult, still being able to help load it. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. Standard action, help load. Full. Full, full action. Full so action. swift action, five foot step towards the rest of the battle, free and action. then free full action, action, five foot step. Yeah. Okay, free action, five foot step, and then load. And that's that's all I've got, really. That's my turn. You don't get a swifty. You, you want to use? You want a swift stare? Yeah. Yeah, I can. Uh, I'll swift action stare at the wolf again because that's probably cl- the person I'm closest to. The hound, right? The doggy one. Yep. 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 Right. That one. What did we get? Those minis. I love those. The, the little dogs? dog ones, yeah. Uh, you know what? That came with the Zombicide uh, Wolf Spur. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, where the fuck did... I do not remember printing they're dogs. They're actually... Um, they're, they are, like, dogs slash wolves with uh, kind of claw marks and, and damage to most of their hind legs. Zombie features. Yeah. Mm. So, they're pretty cool. And, Romeo, you're done? Yep. That's my turn. All right. Uh, so, it is the large plant... Uh, that is attached to the wall's turn. God, the thing's so scary. <laughs> I, I, it's not just, done anything, but it, that's just even more terrifying. Sitting there menacing. <laughs> they got fucking blasted with the ballista. <laughs> blasted with the ballista bolt. <laughs> just sighs. <laughs> I, just, I don't even know. It just continued to breathe it's menacingly. Im- immune to piercing, probably. Immune to piercing damage. That'd be trouble. It's immune to a couple weird things. But it looks like a fruit. <laughs> and a lot of things that start with P, but not piercing. Oh, um, piercing. Penis. 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 Yeah. That's piercing damage, actually. Puss. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they changed that from 3.5. <laughs> immune to pus. I'm immune to pus. So it is, all it is going to do is it's going to go five feet closer to the ground and then just... 
sigh heavily. Oh, no. I hate these sighs. What is this thing? How can it step there? That's where the smegma is. <laughs> it's a mean to We are moving on from that. All right. So then the uh, two yellowy, gross uh, plant zombie things, they are going to um, move a little. They will try. And that's actually all that they can do. Hmm. Good. All right. The Dom. All right. Sonny, I need you to fire another bolt for me. Ramir, load the ammunition. And then uh, it's going to... So I'm actually going to spend... I'm really nervous about this big plant, so I'm going to spend one of my level one... Actually, level one of my level two spell slots to get three times my spell level of attack bonus. Jesus. That'll be a swift action. Alright. And so that's giving me a plus six. Six on the die. So that's an 18. I'm glad I spent that. That hits. Alright. Damn. Dang. I'm guessing without that six, he probably wouldn't have hit, right? Like There's no way this thing has AC 12. Right. Yeah, Yeah, he needed the plus six. Good call, Tim. Tactical play. Tactical play. Uh, Just 11 damage. With two people's actions worth. (laughs) (laughs) You do five five damage each, at least. All right, so with that, right, uh, more more of the yellow um, dust just comes flying everywhere. Bricks come flying. And um, with that, there's actually going to be some damage done to the zombies underneath of it. Oh, hmm. (laughs) <laughs> unintended benefits. Unintended benefits, yes. Tim, my static damage is 11 before my so damage each of, before each, of the, each of the zombies below take two damage and die. God damn. And die? And die? <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Because nice. they already had channel damage. I'm sorry, but what were you saying about my character, Steve? <laughs> Did you do two AoE damage indirectly through the benefits hang of getting another creature? Hang on, because you I see guess the, I the, didn't. You wait, see the wait. tendrils that were coming from this shrivel up, die, and all of a sudden you see the yellow zombie thing shrivel up and go down. Yes! <laughs> God damn it. Oh, by the way, did you hit that thing on top of the wall from 100 feet away? I didn't think so. No. I'm sorry, Mr. Monk, with a static plus 11 bonus, but you don't have a fucking ballista. Yeah, who did that? Who did that? So Tim just took out six enemies. God, that was absurd po- and is very oh my God. exciting and disappointing all at the same time. I, Pablo's turns back. <laughs> fucking shot. I loosened <laughs> it. I, I definitely <laughs> loosened <laughs> it. This is what dreams are made of. <laughs> that still only counts as one. Oh, those ballistas <laughs> on the wall, by the way. I could use those. Just saying. <laughs> Somebody climb up there and get me those. Yeah, there are ballista up in the tower that he's been thinking about using, but... Anyways. You rolled into here with a fucking siege mage. And somehow, and somehow it's working. It's the magic, man. See, a lot of people shit on siege mage because they haven't tried it. It's fucking <laughs> They haven't seen the power that is. Anthropomorphize an animal, have another player dedicate their entire action to making you effective, and then they're like, shoot, the sh- shoot your shot. Yeah. The shot is where it's at, though. It's so satisfying. Pablo, it's your turn. Pablo takes a five-foot step to be even with the wolf. Um, 
and he creates a spiral with his hands and that starts to like affect the air around the hands ripples and crackles with this purple blue energy and then he pushes it into the ground and it bursts should hit everything there uh make me a will save for everything on the ground See, normie AP players can't comprehend what the Siege Mage does, and that's just the... Uh... Yeah, I'm just sitting here, I'm like, oh, this channel's probably fucking worthless because the Siege Mage is going to come clean up. Uh, so the the actual wolf um, got a natural 20, so it's fine. Is it fine, though? The hound got a 15. Fail. All right, so the hound fails. The um, two fighty guys got an 18 to the one that's uh, closest to Mr. Serpent, and the other one got a 6. Fail. Yeah. The last two zombies... I don't give a fuck. Got they an 11. Dead. They dead anyway. And then the other one passed, so this orange one passed. All right, so... And the, the fast zombie... The only fast zombie left got an eight. So okay, it failed. So, fail. so everything that failed takes 12. Everything that passed Ooh. takes six. And then I guess Everything that failed takes what? 12. All right. So you knocked out four. You knocked out the fast zombie, the last two zombies, and the hound zombie. Uh, let me double check on that wolf because it's likely not doing actually that great. And it's okay. Okay. Barely, but it's okay. Pablos takes a diagonal five-foot step back so that he is now threatening. Nope, the other way, right towards Mr. Serpent, like back-to-back back with big Mr. Serpent. Back-to-back. Back. So that he's now threatening everything that comes towards them. All right. Hello. Mr. Serpent, you've been doing a good job lately. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Been learning a lot about the undead. All right, so it's my um, fighting guy's turn, and one of them is right there next to Mr. Serpent, so he's going to try to attack. 27. 27 would hit. Let's see about that image. You got a 50-50 shot. I just have one. Odds yeah, are even. That Which one? Well, I'm sorry? Odds are even. Which uh, one hits? Let's say odds hit. One, so it hits. Ah, bummer. Ah. All right, so that's going to be 11 points of damage. Oof. The other one is going to move up to you and then try to hit. And a four on the die will not hit, so it does not hit. All right, and then the wolf, uh, the actual wolf, because both the, the hounds are dead, uh, is going to move up to Pablos and attempt to bite it, bite him. And natural one on the die does nothing. Doesn't even pop an image. Mr. Serpent. Yeah. All right, I'm going to start attacking. I'm likely going to use my Keith Larry. Uh, so he's going to start with the one that hit him. Okay. Going to take a swing here. 15 on the die will hit. Yes. Going to do some damage here. That's going to be 17 points of damage. And it's dead. Woo! All right. Oh, yeah! Fucking siege mage my ass. Uh, <laughs> he's going to swing at the other one that's threatening him. Siege you later. I just want to say anybody can make a monk. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sure 11 won't do it but I will spend a key point to attack again a third time 
And how does a 17 strike you? And that hits. Are you going to do more than two points of damage? Let's see. I don't know yes. if he is. No. Yes. <laughs> Done. <laughs> so both the fighty guys are gone. Ooh. You guys are dealing with now just one wolf and one floaty guy who has struggled to do much. Are you enjoying the enlarged person I cast on you? Uh, yeah, there's actually some pretty hilarious things that happened on my sheet when I did that, though. Oh, okay. Uh, my decks dropped below 13, so I can't deflect arrows anymore. <laughs> Not that that matters right uh, now, but I think that's funny. Uh, and a volley of arrows comes right. from the guard tower. I'm sorry. No, dude, it's, it's, uh, it's been giving me great damage, so I'll take it. All right, so the floaty Sounds guy... Like get lighter, too. Like, it's fine. <laughs> who has br- definitely broken out by now is going to move up... 10 feet. Okay, he takes an AOO from Pavlos. Ooh. And from Mr. Sir. That's right, because I attacked that. 16. Hits. 21. Hits. 10 points of damage from Pavlos. And 19 from Mr. Sir. Jesus! Hell <laughs> yeah. Give us some skin, baby. 19. <laughs> Great teamwork. Damn. He's, he steps up, gets he fucking stabbed and punched in the face. All right. Well, that was something. Um, Romir, it's your turn. I think that was like the big the big guy, right? The only thing Whoops. left is the wolf. Okay. Romir is going to stare at the wolf. <laughs> no. As he loads another bolt <laughs> into the ballista, like, I, uh, I hope this uh, blows this boy to smithereens. I would like to see a bigger explosion. And <laughs> he says, as loads, he loads an arrow, yep, loads a bolt. That's his turn. Pablos, I think we, I think we may have recruited someone overqualified for the position. <laughs> Never. <laughs> and then he has his anthropomorphic animal uh, load the rope bolts together. Yep. It takes two, <laughs> takes yep, two yep, actions. Yep. And then uh, swift action, arcane strike. Uh, <laughs> shoot out at the wolf. It's not um, necessary. <laughs> for those of you back home, I do have precise shots. Thank so God. I took Thank care God. of that. <laughs> this is absurd. Still only a natural eight on the die. I'm rolling terribly. So that's only a 16. That hits. Yes! Ballista! It only had three hit points left, so you are absolutely obliterating it. Explosion! Boom! Headshot. Just absolutely. Head is is totally exploded. There are guns everywhere. This is a massive... How big is this bolt? Uh, The bolt is a 10-pound, so I imagine it's like the size of a... Uh, two Yuletide logs ish. Oh, yeah, about that. I don't know, yeah, something like that's that. Fair. That's fair. All right, yeah, that goes all the way through this wolf's head. <laughs> so, I mean, the wolf's head is gone. Yeah, <laughs> the bolt is bigger than its head around. Yeah, no, it's it's clean off. In fact, the body just kind of slumps over and falls. And with that, you guys are out of combat, and and you have killed nineteen creatures. Yes, and this is absolutely absurd horde. And with that, we're gonna take a quick break. And we'll just, we'll see you in a little bit. Ballista! Finish your drink! We'll see you next episode! Ballista! Ballista!